everybody, and welcome to the Refuge Podcast, a conversation focused on helping college students be disciple-making followers of Jesus. Wherever you are and whatever you're going through, we hope that this will encourage you in some way. Well, praise the Lord, Caitlin is back. She was gone this weekend, and um, you were actually off the podcast last week, too, which That's is a great. special thing. We were traveling, we were in Mississippi, and uh, Caitlin spent hours and hours and hours at a place called Dirt Cheap, mm-hmm. uh, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it's a retail store of reject items from, you said Target mostly? Mostly like Target? I mean, a lot of Target stuff, yes. Many yeah. places, but Her Target for and sure. my mother spent four and a half hours there, four hours there. It's like, it's my favorite thing to do in Mississippi. Well, that's sad. It, she didn't get me one thing there no. usually i it, did i did try she's okay. like you want to see my dirt cheap haul which you should start an instagram about that um <laughs> and i'm like yeah let me see what you got me and she's like i didn't get you anything anyway i usually at least want like a bounty ball or something or something fun you know yeah but, i mean we really tried there was slim pickings for uh, men well, if you really tried anyway um and and then this weekend caitlin was gone to beach mountain to spend time with her brothers and dad there at the mountain house and I had the girls all by myself all weekend. Now, usually I man up and I'm like, I got this. And it's everything I can do to not show any weakness. Like, I did great. The girls were happy all weekend. No one got upset. I'm not complaining. I feel great. I got rested. You know, I'm fine. Like, we had a fun time. How was your time, honey? <laughs> uh, but this time around, Caitlin gets back and I'm like, I'm not being a dad for the next 36 hours. Like, <laughs> thank the Lord you're back. Because <laughs> it was, Hadley's just at a stage right now where she's difficult, and it was just a lot. It was a lot. It was. Well, they say, you know. I'm not a single mom. This is good because it just helps you appreciate, you know. Oh, well, mm-hmm. in our household, every day is Mother's Day. Right. And we just, we did have a gift, a gift basket for her. We went to Target. I know. I got home, and it was actually really sweet because this, you know, it's a little out of character for you. Well, and y'all had a little gift basket for me and a special little note that said, we missed you so much, Mommy. So that was really sweet. It did make me feel missed. And yeah, your panicky texts about Hadley's potty issues all day Saturday oh, were not surprising at all. And you did a great job. The house is in good condition. Well, and the girls had a blast. You took them to church by yourself. I did. I did do You that. went on a I little a break. Um, fun that was like little free child care. Like excursion on Saturday. Like you did the most. So well, you're good. You're you're not giving yourself any, a lot of credit. Yeah, well, it was. I didn't feel. There were some moments where I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that out loud to my kids. Like it was just, there are times where I'm like, well, I'm not, I can't, I don't have enough patience. I'm not as patient as you. You're mm-hmm. so nice and kind. And in the moment I'm like, Why'd you do that? And my kids look at me like, I'm five. Of course. I, anyway, so praise the Lord, you're back. And Thank you. honestly, I'm glad you missed me. Um, regardless of all my complaints and my being disgruntled about certain things, Hadley's just at that stage where we might as well have like a puppy running around the house, um, you know, using the bathroom in the house all day long. It's just. Anyway, it's it's not an appropriate stage. She's got some problems right now. We're trying to figure yeah. out. So oh, before gosh. you jump to conclusions, it's like she was potty training and now she's reverting back. And anyway, uh, I'm sure we've all been there, just not in our adulthood. But um, but the topic we're talking about, I'm a great example of this, Caitlin, because I did so well. 
this weekend mm-hmm. of being open-handed. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're talking about. I did not do the greatest job. But um, we're talking about being open-handed and what that means. There's some things, I don't know if any of you have caught on, but there's some things that um, we are we're wanting to kind of put out there some values or some things that we find valuable for disciple makers. And uh, we've talked about make it better, like the beginning of the year, resolution type stuff. We want to we want to make things better. And how, what are you trying to make better in your life? And it's not just something you do at the beginning of the year. It should be something you're doing constantly is trying to evaluate what are the things in your life you can make better. Um, we talked about putting Jesus above everything. And obviously that you're like, duh, we should do that. But how we just struggle to make Jesus um, not just the top priority, but the center of everything that we do. Uh, growing spiritually, are you able to change? Are there things in your life that you can change? Um, so there are things that we're, we're throwing out there that are values or things that are important for disciple-making followers of Jesus, and we feel like one of those for sure is remaining open-handed. And I think the question has to be asked before we go on, what what does that even mean? What What are we talking about? What do we mean? It's not just like serving your spouse and, you know, letting them take a break for a while, but um, what does it actually mean to be open-handed? What would you say? I think we may have slightly different definitions, Caitlin, but overall kind of the same. I think I learned this concept really for me when we um, helped start a church and it was like super exciting and super fun. And we really, you know, got into our groove and we were like loving it. Right. Oh yeah. Um, And I just remember specifically in year one, me and you talking and saying, like, I, we could be here forever. Like, I love this so much. Like, this is amazing. Like, we're, we're right where we feel like God's like called us and, uh, in our giftings and being able to do it together. And it was like the first time where our ministry like collided and we were like doing ministry together. And, um, but we really felt like the Lord was whispering to us, like, you need to remain open-handed here because if you kind of close your fists, like I kind of just like use the illustration of like having your hands closed, obviously right in front of you, like you might miss what I have for you because you're, you're becoming content here or you could easily become content here. So when I think about being open-handed, I really think about aligning, um, myself with God's will for my life. And I think that, um, that requires several different things and it looks different to different people, but I think it is something that takes, um, just mental capacity to remember on a regular basis that like this life that I'm living is not mine and it's God's. And so remaining open-handed to me means just kind of like it's, it's a a continual act of surrender, but acknowledgement of like, I want to be doing what you want me to do. Yeah. And not to get too deep too quickly here only six months into the podcast but if you if you look back like if we looked back on our life just talking about that even back when I was on staff at uh in Raleigh at our church there the the we were super happy like we were like we could be here forever this Mm -hmm. is great and Mm -hmm. then this opportunity came along where it was like hey I think this guy I knew when Jarrett you know was there, we, I think we all kind of knew about him. He wasn't going to last long. He wanted to, to plant again. And so we just knew that if he did, you know, we had a good relationship and we were working well together and it just all kind of seemed to make sense. And if we were, if we were not open-handed at that time, which I think honestly we were, like, I think there were probably some times where we were a little bit um, closed off to the idea that we're going to, we're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? We're like, we're here. Why would God take us anywhere else. We're happy. You have a good job. I love my job. We love our community, all that. But then being open-handed to being, you know, obedient to what he was calling us to do, 
you start to see him work in other ways. And so it led to that. You can always look back on your life and go, what are the ways, how did God use me or where did God lead me because, you know, when I was open-handed. And a lot of times he's calling you and pushing you, but we're closed off to the things that we want to do because we like, we just long for consistency. We long for routine, for comfort. Uh, we just, we want the stable things. You know, the salary, I want it to be stable or growing. Uh, my house, I like this house. I don't want to go anywhere else. We just like the stable things. And I don't know, we, we've said this before. And when you study, you know, how God calls you and how he works in your life, a lot of times when he calls you, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. You know, it's something that doesn't feel that great. And so being open-handed, ultimately, I think if there was one, one like main point, the whole podcast, it would be being open-handed really requires you to put God's desires before your desires. And that is difficult and challenging, but I think ultimately that's really what it's about. Right. And I think we can look at several different ways to like actually put that into practice in our life. Um, and one of the ways would be definitely just like listening to the Holy Spirit. And that can that's be... E- that's easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Easy. That can be super challenging for people to grasp that concept. But when you are um, just listening to the nudges and seeking the Lord and and praying and listening for His voice, um, you will be able to discern the direction that He wants you to go. You know, I think... Um, we've been in many different seasons of our life where we feel like that was like, no, like stay here, stay through hard, stay through messy. Or it looks like, you know, let's start praying about something different. Like, are we both feeling that it's me and you communicating and both like seeking the Lord together too. Um, but it requires listening to the Holy spirit. And, and I would say if you're not doing that, you're not going to, you probably wouldn't have gotten to the open handed place in the first place. Cause it's yeah, like, true. you've got to be like, looking for something greater than yourself. And so how do we do that? We we talk to the one who is sure the greatest. Well, and even in, I remember early on in refuge days, some of you may be sick of hearing this, but I remember the prayer that we always had was, God, we will follow you anywhere. Like lead us wherever you want to go. But if you're not in it, we don't want it and let that fade away. And that was like cute and fun early on because it was like, if you don't want it, we don't want it. Let it fade away. And we were like, yes. But then later as things started to kind of, materializing and shaping, then that prayer becomes really challenging because then there are things that you like and that you want to hold on to. Or maybe for me being a dreamer, I dream up all these ideas and things that we want to do. And it's like, we shouldn't do that. Or that's a waste of time or that's not what God wants. And so now praying, you know, God, whatever you don't want, let it go away. That's hard. Like that's uncomfortable. It's not something you want, but if it's what God wants, then that's the open-handed you know, posture from us is that, okay, it's not what we want. It's not our desires. It's yours, God. So we're praying that you just continually have your way. And that that's what it takes to be open-handed too. It's praying that, those uncomfortable prayers. And I mean, the the word that, that really sticks out while we're talking about this is having faith. Faith that if you 100% feel confident that you are doing what God is calling you to do or is nudging you to do, or you're at least moving in that direction, then there's never a time where he's failed. Okay. Go back and let's look at his track record. He's, he's perfect every time. Uh, and so if that's the case, then you have to keep building and practicing building your faith to just keep saying yes. Faith, just saying yes, keep saying yes to what you feel like the Holy Spirit's leading you to do, what God's calling you to do. And again, this is a, 
15 minute podcast and we're saying really large things like listen to the Holy Spirit and have the faith to say yes to things that you don't feel like you're super comfortable about. But um, it's the stuff that to be, to remain open handed to him is to let him have the control of your life. And man, when you release that control to him, you really can release a lot of fear, doubt, anxiety, and all those things because you're having faith that he's, he's got this. I mean, think back, Caitlin, there are so many times just in the past three years where it would have been a very much terrifying situation to look at what we were going through, no place to live. You know, we just had our third child and the person where we were living was like, you need to get out by the end of the month. And it's like salary is, you know, not there. And like, there are all these things where we could have been terrified and be like, I got to get out of it. We got to get out of this. I need to get a job at Home Depot or Lowe's or, you know, dirt cheap. Well, thankfully we don't have one here, but, um, (laughs) But having faith and remaining open-handed is just sticking with it and believing, having the faith that God's going to provide. Right. And I mean, faith requires trust in his plan. And when you don't have all the answers, when you don't know what the future looks like, but saying, I think you're leading me this way, I'm going to do it. And like, even though it doesn't make sense, I'm going to do it Um, because you trust him. You trust that way he's leading you and that it's good. And um, it's take some trial and error too, I think, to have the faith and the trust, you know, to be making sure you're actually listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And I'm talking too much, sorry. But I was going to say, you just said this. I think having faith sometimes means also responding to or reacting to when things don't go well. Because we can't sit here and say, if you have faith and go all the way in and and be obedient, then everything's going to work out. Because it, it doesn't always work right. out. and I, and I But then you can't look at that and go, oh, well, then I was wrong or God's not coming through. That's not true. And you go, well, I believe that God never fails, so I must have messed up somewhere. No, I, I actually think that in in all – look look at the scriptures. Like look at all the stories and things that happen when – I always talk about Moses. So when Moses said, you know, goes all in on going with Aaron and setting his people free, everything didn't go perfect, of, you know, leading up to – it was kind of a nightmare. Like there was a lot of stuff that happened that was just pretty chaotic. And so when you say yes to following him and you have that faith and you go out there, man, you, you go for something – and things don't go well, now faith is going, okay, what are you going to do? Like how, how are you? And a lot of that has to do with remaining open-handed to the fact that God is still working and still moving. He's strengthening you, and you, you need to respond in some way. And so ultimately, I mean, faith is going to take you down the pathway of obedience. You know, it, it, being open-handed is going to require you to be obedient to what he's calling you to. And you can look at this in a big grand scale of things in your life of, okay, like, what am I like? How like what major am I going to solidify? Like what what job am I going to accept after school? Am I going to take a gap year? Um, you name it. I mean, th- you can have these big picture things, but I also want to encourage you to just evaluate the very little picture things. Like, and what is the Lord asking you to be open handed with? Is it the difficult relationship you have with your roommate? Is it um, a relationship you've been in for four years that needs to come to an end, and you you're comfortable and you don't want to get out of that, but you feel like the Lord's saying, no, it needs to close. Like there can be very little things in your day-to-day life that you need to remain open-handed to. It could be staying after class for 10 extra minutes and there's a, a girl or a guy that you feel like you need to like ask a hard question to or just open up a discipleship kind of relationship and say, hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat? Like I'd love to learn more about your story. You can, you know, open your journal tonight and write down 20 things that you feel like you could be more open-handed with in your life and just pray over those things and ask the Lord to say, Hey, I, I want to surrender these things to you. Like, even though my desire for some of these things 
might not match up to yours, I want yours. And so, um, what does that look like for me? Can you speak to me? Show me how that works. Give me the eyes to see and the ears to hear you. And um, I think you'd be really surprised at how um, he would answer those prayers and the opportunities that he's going to give you to be open-handed. And um, when you when you are open-handed and you walk by faith and you walk in obedience, um, you feel, you know, and we've experienced this, but it's like you you're doing what only the Lord could be doing through you. And so you have this immense gratitude that you're just a part of what God's doing. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just you're letting the Lord use you. And so I feel like it's an essential part to discipleship. And it takes some practice. And I think we can doubt ourselves a lot or lack the confidence. But when we um, just continually remain open-handed, trust in Him, and um, walk in obedience, um, He's going to use you in a great way. Hey, thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We hope that you were encouraged in some way. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. We release a new episode every Monday morning. You can also find us on our website, therefugeretreat.com. We'll catch you guys next week.